Welcome to the Language of Hope podcast. Our host, Betty Chenchene, is the senior pastor of New Spring AG, a visionary, a teacher, and one who believes in the second coming of Christ. And now to today's message. We are still on our Thanksgiving month, and today we are going to talk about Thanksgiving. In this house, we've been taught keys, mysteries, principles, and our papa has been affectionately called the keys man. He has really taken his time to share with us the keys and the mysteries in this kingdom. Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the grace that is available unto us. Father, I'm an empty vessel. Use me for your glory. Bless those who are here in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, in this kingdom, we rise, we rule, and then we reign on the strength of these keys and these mysteries. We rise in this kingdom on the strength of these mysteries that we keep sharing with us in this house. It is very important. Every exploit of kingdom, every exploits in this kingdom can be traced to two main points. If you see a believer doing mighty exploits in this kingdom, you can trace it to two, two things. One, the presence and the backing of the Almighty. If you see a believer doing mighty exploits in this kingdom, it is one, God's presence and God's backing in that individual's life. And number two, the person has adhered to the keys and mysteries of this kingdom. It is very, very important to know that the presence and backing of God Almighty and the person adhering to the keys and mysteries of this kingdom. Very, very important. Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. He answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. You see, it is good that we know the mysteries of this kingdom. It is very important. God wants us to know the mysteries of this kingdom in order to make exploits in this kingdom. Job chapter 38 verse 33. Thank you, Jesus. Job chapter 38 verse 33. A question was asked. In fact, God was asking Job a question. That do you know the ordinances of heaven? And can you set their dominion over the earth? The question God was asking Job was that, do you know the ordinances, the mysteries, the keys that heaven uses to make heaven look like what it is? And can you transport these mysteries here on earth to make your life like heaven? That was a deep question. So God knows that in order to be fruitful on this earth, you need to apply keys and, wisdom and, and mysteries. You need to apply these keys and these mysteries. Whenever you see the glory of God manifested in a life, it is a clear sign that the individual has really applied keys and mysteries in his life. Anytime the glory of God is manifested in a life, you would see that the person has applied a key 
And we are blessed in this house. You've been shared a lot of keys and mysteries in this house. We just have to apply them. But the problem is understanding. The problem is knowledge. The problem is understanding. You can do a lot of things in this kingdom, but without understanding, you won't touch the essence of it. In order to make any spiritual thing very effective, you have to engage it with understanding. That is why Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, that I pray that your eyes of the understanding shall be opened. He never prayed any prayer for them. He prayed that their understanding would be enlightened so that they can walk in those realities. Understanding is very important in this kingdom. Because without understanding into these mysteries, you will fail. Peter, in the same vein, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, he said that God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And the only way to access these things is through knowledge and understanding. God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's not going to create anything again. He created everything before he created man. Everything we need to succeed, God has already given it to us. We have to find out, know, understand, and apply them. Hallelujah. We have to know, understand, and apply them for our benefit. This morning, church, one of the mysteries that is available to us in this kingdom, though it might look simple, but very deep, gratitude. That is expressed in thanksgiving. It is very deep, thanksgiving. And this morning, I trust that God will help us to delve into thanksgiving. There are many reasons why people cannot thank God. As I said, it looks simple, but very deep. There are many reasons, but today I want to share with you just two fundamental reasons why we should thank the Lord. If you get these two reasons, trust me, thanksgiving will be on your fingertip. Two fundamental reasons why we should thank the Lord. One, this one will shock you. God is the one doing everything. I said, God is the one doing everything. We are just recipients of whatever God has done and whatever God is doing. There's nothing that we are doing. He's the one doing everything. Everything. He's the one doing everything. No matter how you want to believe it or not, it is the truth. He's the one doing everything. He deserves the thanks. See, if you want to have reasons why maybe you are flourishing in an area, you are doing well, you have a lot of reasons. But behind those reasons, God is the one behind those reasons. Those wisdom and ideas that you think that it is coming from you, and that Takashi, Tratis, and those things, it is coming from God. <laughs> it is coming from God. We have to come to a point where we know that, you see, Moving from nothing to something is a bridge called God. We are moving from nothing into something. There's a bridge called God. God is the one doing everything. Let me prove it to you with scriptures. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. Luke chapter 1 verse number 45. Luke chapter 1 verse number 45. Blessed is she who believed for 
there will be a fulfillment of those things. Give it to me in the King James Version. Talk about there will be a performance. Yes. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those which were told her from the Lord. God is the one performing. In fact, performance is outside our jurisdiction. God is the one performing. Again, he's the one doing everything. All you have to do is to believe and the performance will take place. Get this and thank the Lord. Get this truth and thank the Lord for everything. He's the one performing. He says he sustains all things. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. He sustains all things. In fact, all things. He sustains all things. The fact that you're able to breathe, he sustains it. That's why you can breathe. The fact that you can walk, he sustains it. That's why you can walk. Hmm. The fact that you can eat, God sustains it. That's why you can eat. Get this and you'll be thankful. So you can't boast about anything that I did this, I did that, I'm hardworking. No, 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 no. God is the one performing. He's the one performing. Psalm 127 verse 1. I'm giving you more reasons for you to know that God is indeed the one doing everything. Psalm 127 verse number 1. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. God is the builder. God is the builder. Even when you think you are the one laboring, he has gone ahead of you to build. <laughs> you are not getting it. You are not getting it. Even when you think you are the one laboring, doing something, he has gone already ahead of you to build it. We are not doing anything. No. We are not doing anything. We are not doing anything. And you know, you need be beer to boast about. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. When you get these things, you give him thanks. You give him thanks. For the breath that you have, you know that he sustains all things. You give him thanks. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Mercy. Shout mercy, Lord. I have planted, Apollos watered. Again, but God gave the increase. I said, God is the one doing what? Everything. The Bible says, I planted. It might think that you did something. You might think that you are hardworking. Apollos watered. But what? God gave the increase. If he didn't give the increase, your planting and your watering will be a waste. He is the one doing everything. And he deserves all the things. Church, let's get this and be thankful. John chapter 15 verse 5. John chapter 15 verse number 5. I love the way Jesus summarized it. He said, I am the vine, 
the other branches. He that abides in me and in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, for without me, you can do nothing. This is Jesus summarizing it all for us. He said, without him, you can do nothing. Apostle Paul said that, what do you have that was not given to you? First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. What do you have that was not given to you? What do you have that was not given to you? We feel so big about ourselves. Do you remember Papa Nebu, Nebuchadnezzar? What happened to him? You remember you are, you are students of the word. Nebuchadnezzar, in Daniel chapter 4, he spoke about the goodness of the Lord and how God made him great. Verse 1 and verse 2. He spoke about it clearly to the people. And he had a dream that was troubling him. He called for all the magicians in Babylon. None of them helped him. And he called Daniel. Daniel came, solved the problem, and told him, Master, if you don't change from your ways, you will turn into a beast. Can you give me Daniel chapter 4, verse 19? Thank you, Jesus. Daniel chapter 4, verse 19. Church, let's get this. Let's get this. Many of us, we are not thankful to God, not even to men. Then Daniel, whose name was was astonished for one hour and his thoughts troubled him. The king speak and said, uh -huh, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble you. Uh -huh. He answered and said, my lord, the dream be to them that hate thee and the interpretation thereof to thy enemies. Verse 28. Look at the shocking verse. Verse 28. All this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar. Verse 29. You see, the, when you read the whole scripture, it talks about the fact that when the prophecy came, so when, when the dream came, it took 12 months before it was realized. The vision or the dream was hanging somewhere. It was hanging. But one day, Nebuchadnezzar was walking on the corridors of his kingdom. And he says something. Is this not Babylon that I have built? And the Bible says that immediately, an angel, a voice from the heaven said that today, you will dwell among the beast. The moment he opened his mouth to say that, is it not Babylon that's me? I have built. Pride. Verse 1. But now pride sets in. He wanted to acknowledge that or no, anayebibi. Let's be humble to know that God is the one doing everything. He's the one doing everything. Point number two. Thank you, Jesus. Thanksgiving is built on the understanding that the privilege, my God. Thanksgiving is built on the understanding that the privilege you enjoy is not the privilege everybody enjoys. You didn't get it. It is built on the understanding that the privilege that we enjoy is not everybody that enjoys that privilege. And it calls for thanksgiving. 
Let's go back to the play. Somebody is a drunkard. Somebody is doing drugs. We are here. When we recognize the fact that whatever privileges we are enjoying, and you will be enjoys her privilege. So when you wake up from bed and you know that you have breath, you can move. When you pinch you, you feel it. It calls for thanksgiving. Because some of us who work in the health sector, we know. Sometimes we see some conditions and we have to thank the Lord. We have to repent on this issue of thanksgiving. Some people are suffering health-wise. And the privilege we are enjoying here, we are healthy and we are sound. Even mentally, our sanity is intact. God has been good to us. He has been merciful to us. Our sanity. Because psychiatry home is covered. But you are here. You eat and complain. That's why I'm here. I'm here. The privilege we enjoy, it's not everybody that enjoys that privilege. You wake up in the morning, you say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your mercies. Thank you so much for your love. And funny thing is that God will vet your heart. I love the Lord. He will vet your heart and see if truly that thanksgiving is really genuine. My God. My God. He vets those hearts, those words. As you are sitting, thank him. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Don't wait for me to tell you to thank the Lord. The what's in quiet enough? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord. 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 Those good.
No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. This is what made David so great. David. You remember when the ark was restored back to Jerusalem? The Bible says he danced. He rejoiced before the Lord. And the wife said, Master, you're embarrassing the kinship. Say, you don't know woman. I am rejoicing to the Lord for taking the throne from your father and give it to me. The Bible recalls that that woman died a barren woman. Don't joke with gratitude. If you take the book of Psalms, it is so voluminous. There are two thoughts that are captured in the book of Psalms. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Two thoughts. One is thanksgiving and one is deliverance. The whole book of Psalms. Majority of the book communicates the power of God to deliver the people. And the other bit of it talks about somebody who is lavishly expressing thanksgiving because he's grateful. That made David a man after God's own heart. That was his secret. He was a grateful man. Many of us here are not grateful. We think that the person deserves what? No. A subordinate, whatever relationship. The boss feels big. Thank him. Thank him the next day. In a week's time, call him and thank him. The next time, Thanksgiving is very powerful. Now, it takes me back to the importance of Thanksgiving. I'll just share it with one. One, and that is increase. In this month, we are looking at increase. And Papa has shared a lot of it last Tuesday. It was a powerful service. My God. Thanksgiving, how it can orchestrate increase in your life. So powerful. So powerful. Thanksgiving is the key for more of everything. It's the key for more of everything. When you thank the Lord, you give him more reasons to give you more. I didn't buy you, but thank him. Remember. You give God more reason to do more. That is thanksgiving for you. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. Our anchor scripture for the month. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. This God is good, though. He's good. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And what happens? Thanksgiving is a key for more of everything. And I will multiply them. You remember the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 men? As he thanked the Lord, it multiplied. Put the feet scripture and That example I gave, my will be papa. And I'm also from my thousand Ghana cities. I'm thanking him in advance. I'm thanking him in advance. I'm thanking him in advance. Next year, over in 2000. Amen. I received. 
It is so powerful. I tell you, it is so powerful. It is so powerful. I read the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, sorry, verse, chapter 2, verse 47. Something powerful. Something powerful. Acts chapter 2, verse 47. Daily increase. The Bible says, praising God, that is thanking God, and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily. And I took my time to read the book of Acts. And I was shocked. The progression. Take me to verse 2, chapter 2, verse 41. The first time Peter spoke, 3,000 was added to the church. Then, they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day, they were added unto them, about 3,000. The second day, 5,000 were added. 4, verse 4. Acts 4, verse 4. Acts 4, verse 4. 5,000 were added to them. How bit many of them which heard the word believed? Continue the scripture for me. Acts 4 verse 4. No, we are not done reading the verse 4. And the number of the men was about what? 5,000. Look at the progression. From 3,000 to 5,000. And the third time he spoke. Here we so a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Chapter 6, verse 7. The progression in Acts. Acts 6, verse 7. Acts 6, verse 7. And the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of the priests. A great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. In the last one, Acts 13, verse 44. They said, the Bible said the whole city went after them. Acts 13, verse 44. The whole city went after them. The Bible says that, and the Sabbath day came, almost what? The whole city. The whole city. If I'm not a prophet, but I'm standing upon the authority of God's word. As we begin to thank God in this place, May God overflow our band. May God overflow our band. Now, haven't you noticed, haven't you realized that since we moved from Tulip to this place, things have changed? At Tulip, we couldn't dance and praise God. Oh. No, 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 we couldn't. It was like something was holding us. But when we came here, the first day we came here, do you remember? My God. And when Abraham Dixon came, supercharged atmosphere. And ever since, you have never recovered. And the church is growing. The church is... Tell me, huh? And what? My God. My God. My God. My God. And all these things happened in the book of Acts because the men were full of thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, thanksgiving. And I don't say so to Most people are orchestrating. Orchestrating. What are you saying? I will tap it. We are orchestrating. We are orchestrating. We are orchestrating. Thanking God. You are tapping. What? 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 
see ya. Thou shalt die. Thou shalt die. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. Let me hurry up and close. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Church, we have a lot of reasons to thank the Lord. Can you give me the King James Version? What's up, Fred? First Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 18. Verse 18. 1 8. Thank you. Thank you. Let's appreciate the media men. Let's, let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning your life. Bible in everything. Give thanks to the Lord. Can I get the amplified version? The amplified version. It says something powerful. Is it amplified? I saw one that said, give, said, be thankful and give thanks. I was confused. Be thankful and give thanks. So it means there are two different things. Be thankful and give thanks thankful and give thanks. Many of us, we are thankful, but we are not giving thanks. So whilst we were praising God, people were thankful in their hearts, God, I'm so, I'm so grateful. But some of us, we were giving the thanks. We were giving the thanks. We were giving the thanks. Is it that with our seed, with our dance, with our shout, with our whatever, give the thanks to the Lord. Be thankful and give thanks. There are two groups of people I want to speak to before I close. One, there are people who God has shown them genuine love. From January till now, you've seen the hand of God in your life. You have to give thanks to the Lord. The deliverance, the pitch that they dug for us, we didn't see it all, but we are alive. Salvation is even a blessing. Whether we like it or not, as believers, Jesus Christ will return. And when he returns, that's a huge blessing. You should thank God for that. And the other group of people who for one or two reasons, they think God has not done anything for them. In truth, it is either possible. Maybe a January till now, a day. Yes, I understand. I understand. I understand. But the Bible says, in everything, give thanks unto the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 17, quickly. So, sorry, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. I like the way they, you remember this song, the songwriter said, count your blessings and name them one by one. And the last part shocks me. And it will, it will surprise you to know what the Lord has done for you. Sometimes you have to sit back and count them. My mom is alive. Hey, my mom is healthy. Today I've not received any call from her sending her Hey, I can go to school and back. I can really eat. I don't have any health condition. I'm not taking any tablet. 
I'm not taking any pill. I am good. I can eat gobe. Sometimes you have to sit down and count them all. To thank him. It is not a joke. You have to intentionally sit down, count them, so that you can thank him. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. Though the fig trees have no fruit and the grapes grow on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no grain, even though the sheep all die and the cattle stores are empty. This is somebody's story. Afinina, why you do be in fact? But verse 18. In the midst of all those difficulties, I will still want to be glad and be thankful unto my maker. You are alive, there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at Job chapter 1 verse 20. Then we close. Job chapter 1 verse 20. The book of Job is an interesting one. It talks about a man who was wealthy in his time. And the Bible says that he hated evil and he was a good man. In one day, Job received a, just a bad report. Just one day, his children dead. Cattle, sheep, oxes, gone. All investment down the drain. Then I told. Then I told my no papa umau. Then I told. Then I told. Job everything one day, as if it was a movie. But verse twenty one. Verse twenty one. In the midst of all those troubles, no sorry, verse twenty. Job one twenty. Job one twenty. After all that, when he heard all the news, the Bible says, then Job got up and tore his clothes in grief. He shaved his head and threw himself face downward on the ground. 21. He said, I was born with nothing and I will die with nothing. The Lord gave and now he has taken away. May his name Verse 22. In spite of everything that had happened to him, Job did not sin by blaming God. Hundred cities Job, he never sinned against God. One day. One day, one day, oh, sing, barren woman, oh, sing, the graduates without the, the job, oh, sing, the businessman without capital, oh, sing, the woman looking for the fruit of the womb. The Bible says, oh, sing, regardless of whatever you are going through, he said what? 
ou cinq. When you understand seasons and times, you are not worried. There are good times, there are bad times. In every man's life, there are days of adversity. Where those moments, they are not nice. Moment of pain, it would happen. But when you understand seasons, and you know that seasons come, but God does not change. Seasons do change, but God does not change. And so regardless, I'll praise God. Regardless, I'll praise God. Regardless, I'll praise God. for listening to language of hope we believe you were blessed want more head on to new spring ag on facebook and instagram or you can subscribe to our youtube channel on new spring ag god bless you